Hey, Prime members, you can listen to the Drew Barrymore Show podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the app today. Apple Card is the perfect cash back rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA Salt Lake City branch, subject to credit approval. Terms apply. June's Journey is a fascinating hidden object mystery gaming app where you'll play as June Parker, tasked with a daunting obligation, solve your sister's murder. Set in the 1920s, the era of glitz and glam, this family mystery is one for the ages. Everyone's a suspect until your investigation determines otherwise. The clues are all around you, hidden within tricky twists and turns. You'll collect detailed information about each character in your photo album where you'll comb over every detail. You can even join a detective's club to chat and play with others or against them in the detective's league. With hundreds of puzzles to solve, you should probably get started today. Discover your inner detective when you download June's Journey for free today on iOS and Android. Welcome, everybody, to this show. We have always endeavored to be a bright spot in people's day, not a blind spot, also a safe spot. And boy, do I relate to this woman's journey in ways that has been a little unparalleled as to some of the other conversations I've had. Um, she first made waves with her debut book, uh, Sippy Cups Are Not For Chardonnay. And then three years later, she gave up alcohol. So let's get into it, because her new book is so good. Please welcome Stephanie Wilder-Taylor. Your new book, um, Drunkish, mm-hmm. how do you know to write in such a straightforward, honest, real way that certainly doesn't lack entertainment, but just feels not so writerly? It's like it's more human. Well, because I'm not the best writer, <laughs> it's actually kind of true. I feel like, because I have a stand-up background. Yes. And then I just like to write the way I think, and I think kind of funny. So I just tried to really go back there to what the thought process was when I was drinking, when I was living like that, because I feel like a lot of books about quitting drinking. Oh God, they're so heavy. I'm heavy. sorry. I know they're very necessary. Like of I've been a friend of Bill W's. I've worked the 12 steps. I currently am not in a program. I'm mm-hmm. not fully sober. Alcohol was my poison. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to, I want to talk about it in a way that isn't so maudlin and dark because it's not the way I feel about it once right. I finally made the decision to stop. I agree. I don't think it, and I think that there are a lot of women that are like us that didn't even hit such a low point that you could really pinpoint like, oh, my life went to hell. And I don't think those stories are told as much as they need to so that we can kind of normalize quitting drinking before the worst happens. Yes, yes. And you speak honestly, like let's get down to it. You talk about driving drunk with your kids. So the problem is that 
when you're drinking and it starts to become such a habit that you drink every day. Yes. And towards the end, like there was a there was a period of time where I felt like I could moderate my drinking and, you know, keep it to two glasses of wine at night. And then, you know, it's just started creeping up. And then I started doing those like mind games with myself. Like, okay, I feel like I'm starting to drink too much. So I'm only going to drink on the weekends. Right. And then Friday obviously counts as the weekend, you know, and then it would be like, oh, I can't go all week without, I can't have a drink on a Wednesday night. So then I'd be like, you know what? I'm only going to drink on weekdays. And obviously Friday counts as a weekday. Yep. <laughs> and then at a certain point, I was like, I just want to be able to drink the way I want to drink. So you know what I'm going to do? I'm just going to be a person who likes to drink. I'm an alcohol enthusiast. Let me, I'll, I'm going to drink a normal amount. I'm going to be at home. I'm not driving anywhere. I'm going to master this. I'm going to, I'm going to conquer this. Yes. And then I found myself at a friend's house, you know, having a few drinks. I'm going to be fine. I never saw myself as somebody who would get in the car and make a decision like that and drive drunk, but I didn't feel drunk. That's the thing. But it was a, such a moment of clarity for me because I came home, my husband was furious, and I was annoyed that he was mad at me because I felt fine. That's well, the thing. Well, because you either go to shame or you go to defensiveness. Right. But when I woke up the next day, I was really hungover, and I was very clear that I'd been very drunk the night before. So I thought to myself, the problem is that I make bad decisions when I'm drunk. Like, I never mean to. It's just that once I've had a glass of wine, the second one feels even better. And then once I've had two, I'm like, well, now I'm really relaxed. This is fun. Everybody's interesting. I'm gonna have one more. And it always starts like that. And then I end up drunk. But once I hit that point and the kids were still really young, I was like, I know that I can't promise that I won't, that I won't drive again. Cause why would I, you know what I'm saying? Like, why would I do that in the first place? I wouldn't normally do that. So I was like, alcohol, is something that makes me not able to parent the way that I want to parent, obviously. So yeah, I made that decision. You know, what I also appreciated about your story, which I related to so much, is once I had kids, I was like, I've got to change all my behaviors, but it took a long time. But it was my kids that really inspired me to go, okay, I need to be a person of accountability and safety. Mm -hmm. Is that but what it was for you? It it what I definitely think that I made that decision to stop drinking at at once I knew that when I put alcohol in my body, I'm unpredictable and I want to be predictable for my kids. Yeah. And I loved how you talked about like sometimes you would black out or sometimes, you know, you wouldn't remember things or you'd go to work like hungover. Like I would just tell myself like, oh, that's just normal. That's just come what comes with the territory. Yeah. I mean, you know? I was blacking out from drinking when I was 14. When I first started drinking, I had blackouts where I didn't remember the night before. And it was so many years later that I heard that that's not normal. Yeah. Because I was like, well, it's alcohol. It's a chemical science, yeah. like you lose your memory. Yeah, I, I'm I like, was... I've been doing this my whole life. Yeah. I think I've got it down now, <laughs> thank you. Yeah. I went on vacation, one of my friends had to pull me out of the bushes, you know? Yeah. And it's funny, right? And we laughed about it, but like deep down inside, I was like, God, I wish I wasn't the only one who was found in the bushes <laughs> on our trip. You know, right. when things are going really well for me, I always bring up the bushes. <laughs> okay, so yeah. how about like w with right. your husband? Like, how did you guys get on a track that was 
same page, but also different behaviors in life. His problem yeah. was not your problem. Your problem's right. not his problem. Well, it, it was hard at first because it, my husband didn't have a drinking problem, but I, I thought he might just because he drank along with me. Yeah. But once I quit drinking, I was like, oh, he's normal. That's <laughs> disappointing. I know. Yeah. I know. Okay, we're gonna go to a quick commercial break and then when we come back more with Stephanie and um, we're gonna get to meet her oldest daughter, which I'm so excited about because I have two girls and I wanna hear everything. We'll be right back. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. When you choose Organic Valley, not only will you be enjoying great-tasting dairy, You'll help to save over 1,600 small organic family farms who are protecting over 400,000 acres of organic farmland and all the plants and animals that call it home. This is dairy you can feel good about. It's great tasting, high-quality organic dairy ethically sourced from small organic family farms. To find Organic Valley Dairy near you, visit ov.coop. That's ov.coop. right here, but we're back with uh, author Stephanie Wilder-Taylor, whose new book, Drunkish Gives an Honest Look into Giving Up Alcohol that is humorous and human and amazing. It's the best read ever. Let's get back into it. Okay. You've been sober 15 years? Oh, uh, 14. It'll be 15 in May. Oh, my yeah. God. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank and you. your daughter, LB. Yeah. I love that name. It's so unique and original. LB? Hi, I'm Drew. Oh, hi. It's so nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. I wanna thank you for being like such an inspiration. How do you feel about this now? Cause you're 19? Yes, 19. Okay, how do you see all of this? What's your outlook? I mean, honestly, like, when I grew up, my mom quit when I was really young, so I honestly don't remember a lot of kind of her not being sober, like Perfect. growing up, which I know is great, but I kind of grew up just knowing like, hey, my mom doesn't drink, and so I think honestly, like growing up, that really helped me because that made it so normal. Obviously, as a teenager, I didn't realize how normal it was to go get super hammered at a party or go get drunk wherever, and I think it just helped just to kind of know like, it's also normal not to drink and it's fine to not want to or not feel like it or go out somewhere when all your friends are drunk and you're like, hey, like, I'm gonna be sober. Like, I don't, I don't need to do that. I don't need to participate. And we talk about this all the time, me and my mom. I'm very open with my mom. I mean, I, I try to just tell her what's going on so that we build a lot of trust Oh my God, you did such a good job. <laughs> I think one of my highest goals as a parent is that my kids will come to me and just talk and be open and honest. 
and trust me to come to me. Yeah. So I, I mean, you- Well, I tried not to like demonize alcohol because it's something that I can't do. But my husband's parents and his sister, none of them have a problem. So I would go back for Christmas with them and have, you know, five uh, drinks and yep. to relax. Yeah. You know, and then fall down the stairs. Yeah. Um, it was great. It was yes. awesome. And make it funny mm -hmm. and then feel like we're awful inside. We're all fun. I'm yes. just fun. Oh, I'm the funnest. <laughs> I'm. I'm too fun. Yeah. And but I'm always would... too much. That's that's me. But I should have I a tattoo too, too much. But I felt that way a lot growing up. Just like too I, I always felt like that. Like I'm too much, my personality's too big, I'm too needy. Like I think that I drank a lot to calm that, those feelings. You know, there were so many feelings that I didn't want to feel. Oh, I when I drank I was sexier, funnier, mm -hmm. cooler. Mm -hmm. I I didn't notice people. I didn't, I didn't feel, <sighs> the world just fell away. Yeah, I felt normal I felt after a few drinks. Safer, weirdly. I don't know, I just, I, I didn't. Insulated. I didn't feel the tensions yes. of what it takes to live and walk through every day of life. Yeah. And, and that felt like a tremendous relief. You know, mm -hmm. I mean, I, I've never said this out loud, but like, you know, I was a kid who like would walk around and everyone would point at me, you know? And when I started drinking, I didn't see people pointing at me anymore. It was great. I mean, alcohol works. It really it does, doesn't. yes. And, you know, we have to just accept our demons and figure out a way to slay our dragons and I, Definitely believe with all of my heart, when you talk about it, as intimidating as it is, it lets the air out and things do start to get better. So the more we talk about things, the more open we are, the more risks we take, the more reward we get in life and in this world, I am positive of it. That's why I wrote the book. I mean, I wrote the book because when I wrote Sippy Cups Are Not For Chardonnay, I had a lot of feelings about being a mom that I didn't feel like were acceptable, you know? I didn't fall in love with my baby at first sight. I didn't, breastfeeding sucked, it was horrible. Um, and so I wrote the book because I wanted to like make, normalize that. Like let's normalize the fact that the experience isn't a Hallmark card for every single mom. Yes. You know, it, it grew on me. Yeah. So I wanted to do that for drinking. I wanted to say like, it's okay if you're having these feelings. It's okay if you eat all of your kids' Halloween candy because you're compulsive. Yeah. You know, this doesn't have to be a secret. Like, let's talk about this stuff. I couldn't agree more. I'm so glad that you write the books that you do. And they're really unjudgmental. They're humorous. They're human. And I just, I, I, I was reading this book literally going, is this about me? Stephanie Wilder Taylor, her book Drunkish is out now and everyone in our audience is gonna go home with a copy of this incredible, I am obsessed with book. I love it so much. Aww. And um, when we come back, I know this is a real weird pivot. You know that green goddess salad dressing that's 25 million deep in researches? Well, we're gonna figure it out over there in a minute. We'll be right back.
Have you heard you can listen to your favorite news podcasts ad-free? Good news. With Amazon Music, you have access to the largest catalog of ad-free top podcasts included with your Prime membership. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash ad-free news podcasts. That's amazon.com slash ad-free news podcasts to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Posted her recipe for Green Goddess Salad. She has had over 25 million views on that original video. It's also like been recreated so many times. It's actually the number six top search recipes like of that year. And the irony is she's not an influencer. She's the woman behind the empire of Baked by Melissa. It's Melissa Benishai. Thank you. I love it. Thank you. You're like, Businesswoman, and then you go on TikTok, do this like salad dressing, and it becomes the most viral searched salad dressing. You never know. And now you have this new cookbook that's like all crunchy, salady, savory, yum. I'm drooling, by the way. It's so good. Thank you. Come hungry. All right, will you teach us this? Yes. Salad phenomenon, even though you're like a cupcake empire woman. Okay, cabbage. Cabbage. You're gonna chop, cabbage is great because it really holds up in a salad. So you can make this ahead of time. So you chop the cabbage. Chop it up. Very fine into the bowl like this. I'm gonna add this one too. Add it, you do know, it. It's a, this is a big salad with a big bowl. And then cucumbers, we try and make every ingredient the same size because then you get the perfect ratio of flavors in every bite, just like our bite-sized cupcakes at Baked by Melissa. I've never thought of it that way. It's all the same. Make it all the same. See, look at, that's like the perfect chop. And you can do it, it just, it That's like a mince almost. Yes, it's a mince, exactly. Okay, so cabbage cubes. Green onion. I love a green, I love a scallion. Some chives. I love a chive. Because I had a lot of chives, so I put them in, in the salad and in the dressing, but you could do whatever, honestly. Okay, and then the famous dressing. The dressing is the star. It's inspired by pesto, but it's all nutritious ingredients. So we're gonna do lemon, lemon juice. And a little trick, when you're blending a dressing, you wanna start with the liquids. Okay. Okay, so we got the lemon juice. And then I'm gonna do white vinegar and olive oil, and then do you wanna add all that stuff? Yes, and then is this? So it's basil. Basil, I love basil. 
and spinach to give it volume. Um, because everybody wants a lot of dressing, you know? Yeah, and you don't want it watery. Exactly. Okay, and Thick. then so we have walnuts and cashews. Yes, any nut or seed will do. Is this uh, nutritional yeast? Nutritional yeast, which the popcorn in the green room is so delicious. I know it, a nutritional yeast yeah. when I see one. Yeah. Okay. And then you blend it. And then you blend it. All right, here we go, ready? Magic. I mean, and then you pour it over. And then you pour it over. And then you toss. You toss your salad. See, I like the big bowl also helps because then you become like a real tosser. <laughs> now that I've tossed it, can I just go right in and motorboat it? Yes, so now you can use a chip. Is it true that like you have a rom-com moment from meeting your husband? I do. How did you meet your husband? Well, it was the first day we were opening our first Bake by Melissa retail location and he was bartending. It was a pickup window and it was attached to a cafe. Isn't it so good? Oh God, yes. Uh, it's so good. <laughs> it's so good. And anyway, I was sitting at the bar and then he looked at me and he said, you're gonna be my wife. And I was like, Okay, and then I wound up hiring him, and the two of us iced every cupcake baked by Melissa sold for like two years. Really? We fell in love icing cupcakes. Well, it's a good thing that you mentioned that because actually, is it true that you brought something for our audience? I did. Everybody in the audience is gonna go home with a six pack of our Valentine's Day assortment. <laughs> Available now. And if you go to bakedbymelissa.com to get Come Hungry today, you get a free 25 pack of cupcakes to try. <laughs> Melissa Beneshai. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to the Drew Barrymore Show podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. Or you can listen ad-free with Wondery Plus in Apple Podcasts. Before you go, tell us about yourself by completing a short survey at wondery.com survey. Stephen Colbert here to tell you about The Late Show Pod Show, which is the podcast of The Late Show with my producer, Becca. Becca, what's, what's up? So The Late Show Pod Show is everything you love about The Late Show on oh, a I podcast. Want, I want to know about you. Oh. Enough. We, 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 people see everybody in an ad talks about the thing they're trying to sell. Oh. I'd like to know about you, the person behind creating the podcast. Oh, I'm having a really good day. Barry baked some bread and my friend Kara got me some chicken salad. It's a really nice day in the office today. Listen to The Late Show Pod Show with Stephen Colbert wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, this is Jill Schlesinger, CBS News business analyst, certified financial planner, and host of the Money Watch podcast. This is the show where your money is not scary. It is a show that's all about you. It's your questions that make it possible for me to provide unconventional and entertaining insights on your money, and maybe more importantly, on your life. 
Follow Money Watch wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen ad-free on the Amazon Music or Wondery app.